Welcome, everybody, Edgar Chronicles Podcast. I'm Bobby. I am here today with Donald and Evan. Rob is a slacker, so he had to go to his real job. And uh, Yeah, because the Yankees fucking suck, and there's no reason to be here. So he just gave up on life, and he's gone. Yeah, they got called in to you know do some BJ's today at BJ's. <laughs> I want to know what kind of what the nature of his job is, man. He's getting on call. He's getting called in quite a lot, and I we don't know. It's all very shady stuff for me. Very shady. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to disappear. But Rob, I don't trust it. I don't trust anything. <laughs> are we like? Is this like the Mets Chronicles? Are we like suddenly woken up and become Mets fans? Like, why are we so shit? Like, this team is awful. I'm wondering if we've become the mutts. <laughs> it, it's uh, like, you know, it's, well, what, what, what would they, I guess that would be why they call them the stankies, right? <laughs> no, it just sucks because I love baseball so much. And it's like, what do I do? Go watch other teams now? Because I just want to watch base, good baseball, like an actual yeah. team that's good. I can't, as a Yankee fan, we can't tolerate this shit because we've never had to deal with it, you know? Unless you this is not me. No, because what happens is baseball, you know, bro. This is baseball. When they're playing well, I'll, I'll you know I'll go I'll come home from work at night and I'll put on the late night you know the West Coast games because I want more. After the Yankees play, I'm like I, I just I, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like physically and mentally exhausted. Yeah. Baseball life out of me, and that's depressing. Yep, that's hard to do. Because the way they play is is so awful. Do you know? Like, there's no heart. There's no energy. They don't do anything other than yeah, stand and there now, and hope for a hit a home run. If they don't hit a home run, they go, oh, well, we lost the game. And then that's it. They don't put anything else into the game. It's just so station to station, boring, awful, turgid shit. Like, no, and then the after-the-game nonsense is just as bad because they're they sit there – basically saying that this is normal everything's okay yeah. we're just gonna wait and wait it out like you don't just wait it out in sports what are you talking about this is baseball you wait it out this shit can we're gonna wait out for like the next six years and not win anything do is just blow smoke up your ass after you've just witnessed like three hours of embarrassing baseball and then you sit down you listen Dude, to your yeah. manager telling you how how we're all we're really close and how great everybody is and we're gonna be start banging baby we're gonna start banging that was a good one. I like that. We couldn't even score one run against a team that could only score three. That's unacceptable. Yeah. We're the Yankees. We're supposed to in fucking two the when fucking Herman uh got his 18 wins, we put up eight runs a game for him. We can't mm-hmm. even put up two runs a game right now for the past six games. This is freaking <laughs> annoying. But it's not unexpected because we've been talking ad nauseum about it. The opposition have figured out our weaknesses. We're very easy to pitch to. Just give us some off-speed stuff. We're going, we're swinging at it. And, and we don't provide any uh, anything on the base, but we're no threat. If ever, if anyone makes it on base, we're no threat unless a home run's hit. So like they can pretty much deal with us fairly comfortably. And then one of the two players that were actually making contact yesterday is now having, you know, Gio's now having back problems. You know, Yay, more team. injuries. Didn't see that coming. Oh, wait. Yes, we did. Yeah. Well, the other, but the other part, and hear, hear me out on this one. No, because, we, you know, no, no player, we, we, we all have said no player is immune from criticism. How many times, you know, 
how many times are we going to see DJ LeMahieu at the plate with runners in scoring position where we know he's very focused, he's very disciplined, and even he can't get those hits to bring the runners in? When do we start getting alarmed about that? Uh, I think you got to give him a season. He's given us two seasons. So at this point, you know, I'm giving him the benefit of doubt this year. Okay. But if we start next season and he's still doing it, you know, into almost May, we got to be worried. I mean, I know a lot of people are going to get worried sooner than that, especially if he does it in the playoffs. That's not good. But who knows if we're even going to make the playoffs? Because if this continues another month, we're not catching up with the division. How many games back are we right now? <laughs> we're yeah. not catching up with that shit in mid-May, fucking June, July, and then August. No, not going to happen. The thing about DJ is it's funny. He's, he was batting prior to yesterday's disaster. Um, he's actually batting 300, which is pretty much what you like. And he's actually not playing particularly well and batting 300, which is kind of terrifying. So he will <laughs> heat up. He will heat up, and then he'll be back to his normal, almost batting 400. He is absolutely at the very bottom of my concern list. I could not be less worried about him. Like he's going to be absolutely fine. Yeah. Everybody else, I'm very worried about. Stan Swing, he's got such a hole in it. I'm concerned about that now. I mean, um, case in point, bottom of the seventh inning, um, he was given a meatball down the plate and he was out in front of it and he popped up and you saw him physically frustrated by that. <laughs> Torres couldn't hit the side of a glass barn, honestly. He couldn't hit water if it fell out of a fucking boat, right? Yep. And and also, the funny thing about Torres, sloppy. another thing about Torres is when he when he hit that little dribbler to the pitcher, he didn't even fucking try. He didn't even try and run it out. He was just sort of like, eh. He basically I'm sorry. walked back to the dugout, dude. Yeah, he did. I, uh, that's not... Uh, and you, not, got Clint, you got Clint Frazier, who's not playing well because he knows his fucking team doesn't believe in him. It's like, eh, yeah. Clint, why don't you go fucking bat ninth and play left field every other game? Yeah, uh, he did actually. I thought it was okay with him because he, he got an RBI. He was the only guy that got a RBI. And, uh, and he made a nice play at left in left field. Um, he was. I like, don't think he has any RBIs on this season. Did he no, not get he a RBI? first one last night. Yeah, he got a RBI last night in the ninth inning. <laughs> Didn't we lose three zero? No, we lost. We lost four to one, bro. Did you did you turn it off? Yeah, I said fuck this game. I, left. <laughs> I, have, no, I have no time for this shit. I went to bed. It's funny yeah, it, no. when when Frazier came up, they showed the graphic on the S Network about how the Yankees are the only team this year not to have a run in the ninth inning, which is really scary because the end of the games is when we were most dominant. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a good and stat. That's and that's when we got the RBI from Clint, and it was like when it when it didn't matter, <laughs> it was over. But no, like I don't even want to watch tonight. I this game is not fun at all. No, like, they don't, they don't play an team, enjoyable. Like I can't right keep now, watching right seven innings not hitting. It's ridiculous. Like how do you not? They don't even get one hit. It's they're not doing anything. Now, normally, you don't, you know, when they're hitting, it's always because of the talent. When they're not hitting, you know, when they're not playing well, it's because of the, the coaching and manager. Yeah. Is it is it time for Marcus Thames to, to take the get get put on the chopping block? Because it's not yes. like you're in a slump. You have the entire team, and it's not like you want anybody to lose their job. It's really, you know, no matter what the yeah. profession, it's shit. here's, here's my issue with somebody. Somebody's got to take the fall for this. 
here's my issue with that though. It's an organizational philosophy where it's all exit velocity. That's what the Yankees are so concerned about. Uh, exit velocity and hitting the ball, you know, out of the park. Um, that's the way that they want Thames to to coach this team, uh, batting batting wise, and you know that's the approach at the plate all the time. So yes, he should he should probably get some blame because I don't think he does anything. I don't know how he I don't I don't think he works with these guys because none of them seem to get correct themselves, correct their swings, or correct any issues that they've got. So yeah, you're right about that, man. But I, I honestly think this is actually an organizational philosophy. It's much deeper than Thames, much deeper than Aaron Boone. This is uh, this is the way the Yankees have set themselves it, up. It's the whole structure of the organization that was yes. run this way, and you're not going to get past it bringing in a new guy because the new guy who comes in is going to be told to do exactly the same thing. Exactly. Thank you, man. That's that's perfect. This is simply fit. Uh, that's that's a fair point. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is look at you know I, I'm I'm I am we are you know we just want something something needs to change and nothing's changing. It's, the philosophy needs to change and yeah. and unfortunately, Tess, it's not going to change until we suffer bad. If we see rock bottom, maybe then Hal will go fuck this. I don't want to pay any money for a product this bad. Because he has to put all the players on the table. You think he's happy that he fucking gave Cole this huge deal and, and we still can't win because of our philosophy? I think he's starting to realize that. And you know what? If we have a losing record this year, don't make the playoffs, he, he's, he's, he's going to be so highly embarrassed he might actually do something in our favor. Who knows? I completely agree, Evan. I honestly think that our only hope is actually uh, Hal because – Cashman will make moves, but it's always within his philosophy because this is the team he always wanted, man. He always wanted to have the 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 power in the organization, and he wanted a manager to listen to him and listen to the analytics. That's what he wanted. That's what he's got. And he wanted uh, this happy-go-lucky, everyone-loves-each-other locker mm-hmm. room. That's what he's got, you know? And, I mean, all this is in line with what they're saying about modern baseball, so none of it is like an outlier. This is kind of like the way that they view baseball as trending. I disagree with it, but I mean that's generally how people view it. So um, this is everything that he's built is everything that uh, that uh, that baseball is kind of trending towards, and um, apart from a few teams, and also just the way that's how we always wanted it, man. This is how he's wanted it. So uh, he's not changing anything. He's very much right. built a team which is about home run hitting and exit velocity and less about defense and athleticism. He's not too worried about that. Um, and the analytics back him up. But I don't I don't know. You must have a shitty analytics staff because I don't understand how that could possibly work because right. it right. doesn't work. <laughs> well, we need to figure out where the philosophy comes from because if it's coming from Cashman and you fire him, then maybe you have a shot to change it. However... I don't think that he's the only piece to that philosophy. I think it's pretty much everyone on board. I think Gene Afterman probably agrees with it too. Um, and if Cashman got fired, she's likely the one to take over. Um, at least if they did – you don't fire the GM during the season. That's just foolish. No. If they did, it would have to be someone who knows the organization, and it would be her. And like we said, it, it wouldn't change anything because she would do the same philosophy. So – we really we're kind of stuck with this until 
they make drastic changes from top to bottom. And I don't think that they can't do that in the middle of the season. So we need to get through this season, see what the results are. And if they're so horrible, then maybe Hal will step in and fix all this shit. Here's my suggestion. I don't think Cashman should be fired, even though I do put this on him. The way that the Yankees are set up, I put on him. And the way that Aaron Boone is being asked to manage, or the fact he's managing it all, is on him. Um, I put a lot on him, yeah. But I don't think he should be fired because I think it would cause too much chaos within the organization. I think he's he's uh, he's very good at his job. Bar, he's got a blind stop spot with pitching. And, and he has a blind spot with big hairy monsters that hit home runs but don't do nothing else. But if this, this, uh, and that big hairy monsters thing is actually something he said himself. He said it all the time. Well, we like our big hairy monsters. So, um, at, in the off season, what the what the Yankees should do? Cashman needs to take his EEO aside a little bit and go. Right, we do need to amend our philosophy. We can still be analytical, but we're too analytical at the moment. We need to, we need to um, amend some way things. We need. To, we need more lefty bats. We need a little bit more athleticism, and uh, and we need a manager that can, um, that knows the game, inside out, and can maybe develop players a little better than what's currently happening because nobody's being developed. I've not seen anybody improve at all, apart from the pitching side, but um, from the bullpen. So, uh, I think these kind of things you can change, in the in the for the rest of the season though nothing's going to change. Maybe Boone might get get fired if we're in last place in June. But that's about it. The chocolate donut? That is correct. That is awesome. Enjoy it. <laughs> but go, going back to, to, to yesterday, last night's game. Okay. One thing that I that's really starting to piss me off is the fact that the pitchers are going to start taking the heat because if they don't pitch a, a, a no-hitter, then there's a 99% chance they're going to win. Preach. You know what? It's not fair to them because they're working their asses off. They're figuring, you know, they're adjusting within the game on how the hitters are, you know, or, or how the, the batters are approaching them. You know, Kluber looked a lot better last night than the numbers indicate. You know. Yeah, what did good. you guys think of Kluber? The, the, fifth, the fifth inning was a little rocky, but what happened is they started, you know, really working the counts a lot more and they got his pitch count up. You know, <laughs> the inning went on a little bit longer than any of us would have wanted. Well, it's actually, that's what I projected. I said before the game that he would pitch about 87 pitches. He got to 91. Yeah. But it was good to see him get, you know, that high of a pitch count because when the... <laughs> CJ warned me about you. <laughs> What the, hell, what the hell was I saying now? Finish your uh, point. What's the problem? You got distracted? Why are you so distracted by him eating, bro? Keep, keep going. Let's go. Let's go. Right. I'm going to pick up where you left off. Okay. So you're absolutely spot on. The pitchers are under so much pressure, and it's it's crazy. Basically, we have to, we have to put up zeros every single inning. But even still, we wouldn't have won the game yesterday. <laughs> it's absolutely wild. It's, it's crazy. The, um, Kluber was was good. 
Um, he has command issues, though. And he can lose command pretty quickly. And if he loses command, then um, he racks up the walks. Yeah. Um, and it looks like it can happen pretty quickly over the last few outings, judging by that. Um, but he's getting plenty of movement on his pitches. At times, it's almost too much movement, but there's so much movement on his pitches that he he's he looks like um, his stuff is back. It's just about the other, uh, the other point command. I'm going to make is he was actually very pitch efficient throughout the, you know through the innings. Yeah, you know, where it looked like he might be able to get through the sixth inning, but that fifth inning just imploded on him. You know, and <coughs> and it's really no fault of his because he's got no run support. That's a big part of how long you could, you know, if you have a five-run lead, you can give your pit, you know, you started the yeah, five-run lead. That's a great job. I know, right? <laughs> you know, you can give your pitcher a little leniency if he's going, you know, to, to struggle through an inning. You know, and I thought, at first I was like, when they put in uh, Nick Nelson with the base, I'm like, all oh, right, here we go. Yeah. I'm so sick of Nick Nelson. He's the yeah, new set Fuck him. Yeah. Get him out of here. He's, he's becoming the new Sesset. I would have rather... Yes. And what's funny, I, said to myself, I said to myself, I'm like, I would rather Sessa come in than Nelson. Oh, well, you got Sessa in the seventh. He he, yeah, he did see some time in the game yesterday. but Yeah, well, give him double time then. Shit. Overtime. You got to work overtime so we don't got to see Nick Nelson, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what this whole Nick Nelson... Uh, focuses on he do, he he doesn't look too good to me, man. Like, yeah. um, Switching with Michael King. Michael King He's got no command yeah. pitches. Yeah, to be honest, Kluber pitched more than well enough to get a win. In normal yeah. circumstances, he pitched well enough to get a win. He did lose the strike zone in the fifth, um, but he's getting such good movement on his curveball and his cutter that. Um, if you want to look for positives, you look at the factor number two and number three starters who, who Cashman's putting a lot of faith in came through these last couple of games. Uh, you know, the, the reason why we lost had nothing to do with Kluber. Um, yes, he, he, did, uh, he, did, he did walk the bases loaded, but to be honest, um, under normal circumstances, that should be okay because um, our bats should be able to do more than what we're doing. So he was fine, man. Um, Nick Nelson... Don't see much with Nick Nelson. Sessa was unlucky in the seventh inning, man. Like they were, the wind was crazy in the seventh. Yeah, but the weather is crazy this week. It's like fucking thirty-two degrees outside right now. It's the windiest shit. But the defense back out. This is bullshit. I just turned the the heat (laughs) up. But the defense was pathetic in the seventh inning again. It was pathetic. Little bloopers and. And it was once, it's just, uh, no wonder Yankee Stadium was booing. I mean, I was booing and I was watching. It was like, this is. I, I was throwing garbage in my house. I burst out laughing when Mike Ford went out to make a little pop up catch and it dropped. I, how the fuck, man? Like, what we was going on? So bad. He's our savior guy, a big <laughs> fat loser. <laughs> And then, you know, it was a broken bat kind of ball that grounded towards DJ, and DJ couldn't even come up with it. Nobody came up with anything. It was like, it was another pathetic defensive performance. Nothing has changed, man. Just because we won a shitty game, yes, two days ago, makes no fucking difference. And didn't I fucking say it? I literally said, guys, don't get excited because we're still doing the same shit. 
exactly. no, I, you know, I fell into the false optimism that, you know, it was going to be You get so excited with the little fucking amounts of joy that you just I don't. It's the little things in life that make you smile. Yeah, I'm well, happy. It's a good outlook, man. Good. We're, we're, I'm so fucking jaded with this team. I'm only We're only like, what, 16 games in? I'm already exhausted. <laughs> you know what it was? Because that, that win that we got, the, the win we were gifted, it was, you, you, I really, I was like, there's no way they win in this game. Because once it, I thought it was going to go to extras, and we all know how shitty the Yankees are at home on the extra inning game. I'm like, God, yeah, so here we go. And then when they actually won the game, I was so surprised. I was actually happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they tricked Tass. They got yeah. him. Which is Dude, the best thing about fucking Ford is his stupid mustache. Like, that's oh, no reason to have him on the team. What is that mustache, bro? It's, like it's not even star. good. It looks like he's in sixth grade and he's like, oh, shit, I got to pencil this in and look cool for the ladies. <laughs> like, no, dude. He looks like, like one of those like plumber porn porn stars in one of those really cheap movies. He turns yeah, up, everyone need to like, get your, your sink fixed? I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, my, my mustache <laughs> is thicker than his. <laughs> You can't. You can barely see his. His sucks. At least his facial hair, man. Nobody else has any. Yeah, because they're not fucking allowed. You're you're allowed to have a shitty mustache, but you can't have anything out. He looks fucking ridiculous. He does look ridiculous. And who does mustaches anymore? Like, is mustaches even in vogue? No, they're <laughs> fucking gross. No one likes mustaches. No one they're likes nasty. Mustaches. <laughs> I like my mustache. Like, leave, leave my mustache alone. <laughs> like a well-trimmed beard is actually a lot smarter than a mustache, but the Yankees are all mustache and no beard. That makes absolutely zero sense. <laughs> God, I hate this fucking team right now. It's just everything about them annoys the shit out of me. You know, you know, doctors are going to start prescribing uh, Yankee games to patients that have slept, sleep deprivation problems. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> just watch the Yankees, you'll be fine. No, you don't need any drugs. You don't need Prozac. Just watch a Yankee game. You'll be asleep in 15 minutes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and if it goes to extras, have fun with that one. Holy shit. Oh. That's, you know, it's like we're all in an induced coma. Absolutely. I got a good eight hours after after watching a couple of innings of the game last night. I was like, yeah, dude, I literally slept go. from about eight thirty to eight thirty. That never <laughs> happens. I shit you not. I got twelve hours in last night, pretty much. Yeah. We can thank the Yankees for that. I'm so <laughs> over rested. Like I don't even know what to do with all this energy now. I have uh, it's ridiculous. Thanks, Yankees, you assholes. We're putting on this podcast. That's what we're gonna do, just for our fine listeners. Yeah, all 12 of you idiots. <laughs> Don't say that. We've got millions. Just keep listening. We've got millions of listeners. So what's our matchup today? Who cares? It's another loss. <laughs> One of our jackasses is going to go on the mound and nine jackasses aren't going to be able to hit and we're going to lose three to one. No, exactly. Is four game series for Cleveland? Uh, Is that tonight? Yeah, and you know how we're gonna get that one run? The bases are gonna be loaded, and we're gonna get hit by pitch. That's how we get one run tonight. (laughs) Because we can't. Then that'll be it. But then all three of them will strike out, and then that'll be that. 
<laughs> there'll be an error we've got to add an error someone's gonna have an error i don't, don't know. you hate getting bases loaded with no outs and just sitting there going we're not even gonna fucking score God, damn it. <laughs> that's exactly but that's 100 man when it, like when, when other teams are like all right we're at least we're gonna get a run out of it and we're that one team going yeah they're gonna fucking blow it yeah, we got no chance. There's zero chance. No, like the other team could literally walk all of our guys' bases loaded. We'll still give them a fucking double play. So it's like it doesn't yeah. matter, you know. As long as they get a runner on first and second, the other team has an advantage on us because we suck that much. I would love to know what batting average with, with um, runners in scoring position this year. It's uh, .025, <laughs> I believe. I believe that's what it is. Have we had more than 10 players on running in, in uh, scoring position this year? It always seems like they're never on base. That's the other problem. And when yeah, they played when they yesterday, they we just got to fuck all. Well, the we only thing they can do is walk randomly. <laughs> Hicks will get a walk every five games, guys. That's what he does right now. So we should put money down on which Yankee is going to get the first error tonight. Torres. <laughs> You're going Torres. Okay, Tats, so, who, who you got? Yeah, unfortunately, it's uh, – actually, I'm going to say it's going to be uh, Odor. Is Odor going to play? I think Odor is going to play. He has to. Somebody's got to that. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> So, we literally have two huge holes. <laughs> so wait, our infield is going to be like four. Get the ball to second base, guys, right over the bag, and you'll fucking score 37 doubles on us tonight. I'm sorry, our infield's going to be Mike Ford, Odor, <laughs> and well, Torres. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're being told that we're going to win a World Series this year with that fucking team. We can't even win a series. <laughs> the Somerset Patriots would have that infield. <laughs> Get one of those motherfuckers up. Maybe we'll do something. Oh, my God, this team. Oh, my God. Yeah, who am I going to have for the air? I'm going to go with Ford. I'm going to go with Mike Ford. It's a, you can't go wrong with that. He's just such a big, <laughs> sloppy, slow, ugh. fat piece of shit. Yeah. And I want to like him because he's a nice guy, but I'm so sick of having a team with a bunch of nice guys. Can we have some fucking assholes on this team who want to hey, murder man, everyone? Bro. You need some assholes. You can't always use some fucking nice people. Towards the end of the, sh- end of the show, I want a positive note. No, but look oh. at Odor. Hold on. I have a point to make. Look at Odor for a second. He looked like a scary motherfucker with that beard. Now he looks like a stupid midget grandpa. Baby, looks like me without my mustache. Grandpa, baby. Yeah, it looks like a what, grandpa, like Benjamin baby. Button <laughs> with with his fucking lazy ass eyes. He looks stupid now. He needs that scary ass beard. And guess what? He can't do it because they're probably gonna take him fucking six months to grow anyway. By that time, he's gonna be on another team. Fuck you. You Brian. know what? I think they need to put aside this whole facial hair thing and let everybody grow whatever hair they want this year because we we're playing like shit anyway. So yeah, <laughs> there's seriously. absolutely nothing good on the, to see in the field. So why not have a pretty nice beard? You know, I want like, fucking let Mike Ford do a fucking butt hair transplant to his face so he can fix that mustache, even it out a little bit. You know, because he has no hair growing there. Yeah, 
that would be fun, man. I'm I'm on board with that. I'd like a big. I would I would love to see the rugged fuck fuck Yankees. <laughs> exactly. I want a Williamsburg, Brooklyn, massive fucking beard. <laughs> yeah, they should all look like Civil War generals. That's what that's what this should turn into. I'm on board with that shit, man. Uh, this has to be something to watch. No, because look at the Red Sox. Those fuckers look scary. And J.D. Martinez just hit like his seventh home run of the season. What the fuck? He couldn't do shit last year. Now all of a sudden he's a god again? You have to look at Aaron Boone. Like, you have to. Look at the transformation the Red Sox have had. They had a shitty manager last year, and they couldn't win one game. Now they've got Alex Gore is a good manager, even though he's done for cheating. He's a fantastic manager, and he's He's loved by the people in that locker room. And he has managed the shit out of Aaron Boone whenever they meet. He manages rings around Aaron Boone. Every time they fucking meet, he honestly embarrasses We can't cheat, though, because we want to be nice to everyone because other people's feelings matter, so we can't cheat, guys. Yeah. It's not even – we don't need to cheat at all. It's just – Yes, we do. We need fucking, a fucking manager. Stupid-ass Manfred would be like, oh, okay, uh, the Yankees cheat. It doesn't matter. Actually, no, he'd probably hold no, us as an Yankees example, but fuck yeah. everyone else can cheat. Bumble fuck. I just said bring in Beltran. Yeah. For who? That's hitting coach. Yeah. For us? Yeah. Fuck Beltran. <laughs> Like Tavam instead of Tim's, he's you know he is actually like been renowned for like like good at uh, watching video and, and cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I brought him up. <laughs> but, you know the whole watching video thing. That's all we, all the Yankees guys do anyway, man. They don't coach anything. It's all just done fucking video and spreadsheets anyway. So. Well, they already have the 60% we're going to be awesome this year stat. So, you know, we don't have to do anything. We can just sit back and wait for it to happen. Did you guys hear at Michael K on Monday? He absolutely destroyed the Yankees for the opener. Did you guys? Did you guys? Uh, I, yeah, I, I did see. I did see that clip. He fucking shredded them. He shredded them. He, and he's right. He's like, what, what are we even doing? I mean, both of them are starters. And then, and it's not like you're flipping the lineup because both of them are fucking righty. So what was the point of what you were doing? Like, it made no sense. It made zero sense. And apparently he said that he told Boone in, during the winter that he needed to stop this whole opener nonsense, but Boone obviously ignored him. <laughs> anyway, probably because Cashman told him to. <clears throat> all right, well, let's also, I want to point out um, that catch by Frazier. I think that, that was, was great effort we saw last night on the field. Agreed, man. And he went and he's coming in. I'm going, my first thought was, oh, this ball's getting passed. Then he makes the catch. I'm like, wow, this is great. And then I thought they were going to get the runner at first. And that poor guy took the ball right into the fucking mouth. But Frazier's read on balls constantly scares me. Like his jump, yeah. right? But. <laughs> Right before he gets to the ball is scary as shit. Because you're just going, what the fuck is this guy thinking? You yeah, know? I think you're right, man. Because he's he's straight ahead. He's just like it's just. But Paul O'Neill's yeah, like, like he did say it needs to be more left to right, but but just like bang straight ahead. But it was so funny because he made the catch like that. His hat is down like that. He can't see fucking shit, and he just goes. 
bang. And he threw a perfect fucking throw to first base. I was like, damn. The funny thing is, man, I don't care about hitting tomorrow. Even if we lose, I don't give a shit. I just want to see some fucking energy. If I see somebody making a good defensive play or run the bases or even run out a ground ball, something that indicates that any of them give a flying fuck would be wonderful. That's the lowest, lowest expectations I have with this team. I've got no expectations. That, that, that's you team. being generous and patient right there because I think a lot of us can't do that. Um, but yeah, they're they're dead asleep right now. So any little bit of energy is something that could spark us all. And it's just we're not seeing it. You know, we're not seeing it at all. And I think if the crowds start to got get back on their side, like that's huge for these players. They even said last year that not having the crowd was a detriment to them. Yeah. Well, that's not good. They should be self-motivated, you know. They're it should it shouldn't be based on what we say or how we treat you like why are you that sensitive you guys are making millions of dollars why the fuck do you care about what i make i make like twenty five thousand dollars a year and you give a shit about what i fucking say go out there and fucking win a world series and then it won't matter evan and tats i sent that link to bob clappage's article that aaron boone's on the hot seat did you guys read that i have not yet but i will yeah so give us a sample of it yeah, we basically surmise that uh, Boone's on the last year of his contract. Um, and um, I, I, he basically said that it's quite on, obvious that uh, what the Yankees wanted was to bring in some a communicator or whatever that has got more of a personality than Joe Girardi had. But he says, is this team any further on than they were in 2017? He said, no, absolutely not. And and, uh, he said that, you know, we we hear every game that Aaron Boone is obviously relentlessly positive um, and that we're always going to turn a corner. But he's like, where is this corner? I mean, people are queuing up waiting for this, where where the answers are to why this team has not improved at all since 2017. He's like, no one is giving any answers as to why this team hasn't progressed at all since 2017. Yeah, I mean, we're literally in a maze. So there's like 87 different corners. Like, what are they talking about? That we can't even see the exit line. There is no corner. <laughs> no, man. No, like I That's said, it. Like walking down Donald Street, there is no end to it. Nothing. <laughs> Thanks, it just man. keeps going and you're, <laughs> you're stuck in Scotland. Like, could we just send Boone to your building to just die? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no, so, we'll, yeah. do, we'll do a trade. We'll, tr- we'll trade Aaron Boone. For fucking right. Donald, you sent Donald back. I need to come home. I need to come home. <laughs> I think I give. You know, I've actually got an unbeaten record when I go to Yankee games. Like I've never seen a loss. Well, don't so go what the fuck are you doing in Scotland? God damn exactly. it, Donald! <laughs> well, this is not your fault. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, so it's no longer Mike's fault. It's Donald's fault. Donald's fault. <laughs> oh, I, I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm still I'm still going it's down still the bin direction. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think, um, but basically, Capish was saying that um, they were never going to make any changes, and it's going to take a lot for them to make any changes. However, Cashman sold that Cash, that, that Boone was going to be this big positive energy guy, and he said that Hal has been waiting patiently for three years for a result, and he's not gone one yet. Um, and he said he doesn't think that Cashman wants to bail out Boone again. Because Boone, you know, he's he's been he's been having to do it again already this season, and I don't think it's something that he wants to do. 
So uh, he did say that Boone kind of remains on the hot seat. Um, so if there's any hope, <laughs> any hope that maybe, maybe there's end of the end of the tunnel there for Aaron Boone, possibly. When, yeah, but do we have this philosophy because Boone's the manager, or do we create this philosophy and then add Boone because we knew he would fit into it? You know, ah. there's a big difference. Exactly. Ah. Exactly. So I really think the replacement's not going to do anything. If Boone goes, it's not going to change much. We need them to realize that this philosophy is not working and they need to make alterations. I don't care if you keep this as the philosophy for the main core of it, but you need to become a balanced team where you're doing the other things well as well. And they're not. And that's why Tampa Bay always wins because they're the most adaptive team we've seen in the past 10 years. And they beat a fucking team with the amount of money we have and the ability we have to beat them. uh, It's disgusting. You know, considering these expectations to win a World Series and stuff like that, I don't think, I can't think of a contending team that have had so many morale issues or issues with performance-related issues to the extent that we have. I mean, last season, we basically almost looked like we tanked the season. Midway through the, the, the shortened season, it looked like we almost tanked it. Then Cashman had to come and, and, and basically talk to them. And again, well, we're only a couple of games into this season, and he's had, right. we've had to do it again. For a team that's supposed to be winning a World Series and supposed to be, as you say, self-motivated, they are not self-motivated. Right, and look at the issue, too, though. The best season that we've had in the last, you know, five or six years was the one where we had no expectations of ourselves and lost to a team that had to cheat. After that, yeah, so that really just destroys, you know, motivation and morale because they basically go, oh, well, we did everything and we can't do it. And on top of that, it was easy when they were rookies, and now it's hard when they have experience. You need that to be backwards, and it's not, and that's very, very bad for us. Well, who was at the helm in the dugout in that, that year? Girardi. Joe G, because he, he held people accountable. Yeah. When did it become a bad thing to hold people accountable in this sport? Well, you can't even do it in this country, so. Generation came into play. That's what I said the other day. This is everybody's, you know, nobody's, everybody wins, nobody loses. Yep. You know, mentality. And no, but that's how the world is right now. That's how politics are. That's it. That's literally how we treat each other in society. No accountability. Everyone has to be fucking nice to each other and pretend like everything is good. We live in a fucking chaotic world with a bunch of bullshit. And it's now stemmed to baseball and sports. Congratulations. You guys wanted this shit in sports and now it's here. But in other sports, you are held to some level of account. I mean, football and there's teams in basketball that are well drilled but for some reason baseball like everyone it's just it's a completely different mentality i don't understand why you know experience is frowned upon and <laughs> you know and and, and holding people at accountability is when the um, when you see um on the sidelines you see the coach just slam his clipboard on the ground and he's going berserk yeah you do that in fucking baseball Boom, throw, throw your cap down on the floor. Take your foot off the step. Walk around. Scream at somebody. Kick something. Do something. No, you should see hockey. In hockey, they have uh, 
they have a rack for all the sticks. It's right, it's right outside the fucking bench. I've seen coaches throw the fucking sticks on the ice and walk off to the locker room. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A little fire in the belly. You know, what's wrong with yeah. that? I mean, obviously gone are the days of Billy Martin and, and Luke Pinella and all these guys, but I don't think the, the change is for the better. I mean, I honestly do believe that you need to hold players accountable. I, I mean, you don't need to fucking fight them, but you need to hold them to some level of account. I mean, you are representing the pinstripes. Fights are good. We need you fights know? in baseball. But, you know, the Yankees, you're representing the pinstripes. You know, you're representing New York City, the most important city in the world. You should have some pride, and you should play with pride and energy. But we're not doing it. And obviously, Boone is not getting through to them. And Cashman's all right with that. And I don't think that's acceptable. No. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable at all. I mean, we. Uh, it, it's frustrating to see how much players used to care. I mean, David Cohn, Paul O'Neill, those guys really gave a shit about this team. Yeah. And they still do, which is why there's, you know, they're in the press box still with this team because they were two of the most, you know, iconic Yankees of their time. Um, when this time period is over, who's going to be the iconic Yankees of this team? It's going to be judged just because you gave up a lot of home runs in his rookie year. It's going to be yeah. DJ. Like there's no one on this team who's going to stand out for having done anything. If we continue with this philosophy and it's not fair because we brought in a guy like Cole, who's a fucking warrior. And yet he signed this big deal, but it feels like we tricked him to signing it. We gave him a bag of goods and said, Oh yeah, we're going to be great. We're going to get your run support. And now a year later, we're not doing shit with it. Great point, man. You, you, he's, he's here for nine years, right? Now he's not going to be an ace for nine years. That's impossible. He'd have to be fucking Superman. So you've, you've got him at his best right now for the next two, three years. He's going to be at his best. We're yeah, wasting we're, one of his years. We're already wasting two of his years. We wasted last year, and we're wasting this year. Because we're not winning point. a title, guys. I'm sorry. You can come at me if we win something. I'd say there's a 0% chance we're going to win anything. Right. And, Donald, would you say that in a 10-year contract for a pitcher, the pitcher's prime is usually the first five years if he's lucky? Well, yeah, like exactly. You just, like you just said, we just wasted two. So if we have an ace for the next three years, that's considered a win based on his contract. That's mm -hmm. scary as shit. Because we're not close. We are not close to winning a title. There's no, zero chance. We might win the East, but I don't see us going any farther than that. No, not this year, we won't. No. Yeah, no. Uh, right now, their focus should be getting out of the basement. They, they, they got to start with the World Series expectations at this point because it's driving everybody. It's driving us nuts. But the funny thing is, they gave us the expectations. Cashman said set himself up for it. We need to well, back he up said, our He said in 2016, the goal to win the World Series is 2020-2021. Well, guess what? That's about to pass, dickhead. So get your shit together and let's go. What's the problem? He said that he's not going to sacrifice a championship for championships. And since he said that, we are not even close to even one. We ain't even close to even one. We've not even made it to a world. We've not even made it to an ALCS. Uh, so, I mean, come on. Right? No, and so we he, looked like we were on pace to be a dynasty. I mean, 2017 was fucking special. Yeah, yeah and he fucked it. That was uh, fun, yeah. 
There's a great saying in life that people need to always follow. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Which I don't understand. Yeah. There was nothing broke about what was going on. We had guys performing above their abilities, and we got ourselves to the brink of a World Series, and instead he used that as an opportunity to change the whole organization. Because since then, we've gone insane analytics, we've taken away all the energy and heart, and we've got a manager who's just literally just, I don't know what, clipboard holder, because he does nothing else. That's why we fucking suck now. Yep, pretty much. Everyone was a loser yesterday. We don't need to hear your awards. Everything sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Donald, Amen. Uh, I mean, Tats, wrap it up. All right. <laughs> On behalf of everybody, YankeeChronicles.com, we hope everybody's having a good day. Stay- no, I don't. Don't Stop being nice to people. I'm pissed off. I hope you all suck. I hope the day sucks. I hope the Yankees fucking lose so we can get a better team. Fuck everything. We suck. All right. <laughs> Well then, <laughs> no, no, shit. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> God damn it, Tess. <laughs> damn it, Tess. You're so easy to distract, dude. You just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fuck this. We're out. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>